0: back to Fish Across the Pond, episode 72, and this is part three of our four-part NLDS preview series, and just FYI, this one is going to be explicit. Delighted to welcome back the man from Marlin's Barbecue, Alex Contreras, is in the house! Drop the bunt, how are we? Woo! how do you expect me to feel man
1: i feel amazing i feel fantastic the miami marlins are back where they belong in the national league division series baby whoo we bet we we took it to the cubs we punched them in the mouth we took it to them and yo you know you know what if i could keep it a thousand with you across the pond you know what really grinds my gears go on the national media, bro. Mm-hmm. We always talked about the Marlins. Marlins Nation always talked about, let's go Marlins. We can. Why not us? Let's stun the world. And now the national media says, oh, let's pick the Marlins. Let's pick the Marlins to stun the Cubs. Get out of here. You can't hop on the bandwagon now. Get out of
0: here. Too late. Bandwagon's gone. Too <laughs> late. It's already full. There's already too many studs on the bandwagon, me and you included. We've been on there for a long time. You longer than me, but... I'm fully on, too. Um, listen, this is going to be a lot of fun. Swearing is encouraged. But first of all, we need to start in the, in the proper spot. What beer have you got going on here? Let's have a beer review like we did last time. What Shout got? out
1: to the Voodoo Ranger, the new Belgium. Higher Plain IPA, baby. Ooh. All right, because I'm drinking that IPA that's taking me to a higher plane, the <laughs> National League Division Series, and that's not the highest plane. We taking it to the National League Championship Series. All right, ladies and gentlemen, yes, Miami Marlins faced off the Braves 10 times this year, and we lost six times. But you know what? I ain't worried about it because the regular season, is a whole different monster compared to the postseason. All right. If you guys had a chance to check out my Twitter feed, my Instagram, my social media this year, this this past week, you guys would have laughed your ass off because I was driving here in Savannah, Georgia. I'm filming three movies out here. Long story short, I pulled up on a radio station on a famous spot called Coach's Corner where guys were putting a big billboard that said, honk for the Braves, honk for the Braves. What are the odds, bro? I feel like the universe always sends you signs and you got to be ready. What were the odds that I had my Marlins jersey on? Mm -hmm. And I pulled over and I said, yo, Beep 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 beep. Let's go, Mar. Let's beep beep <laughs> beep beep beep. Y'all ain't ready, Braves. We gonna take it to y'all, and we gonna punch you in the face. The guy's like, "Not a chance, bud. Not a chance." But I ain't worried about the Braves, cause we gonna take it to them. And shout out to the uh the pity Braves fans that were celebrating that Jose Arrieta got hurt. You guys are pitiful, and you know what? You guys aren't gonna get past us in the
0: NLDS. Pete, talk to me. Well, listen. Before we go all in on the Braves. Let's go backwards a little bit. Let's finish off these Cubs. Let's put them, you know, they, they were toast. We, they came in. The vibe I got was the Cubs were scuttling. They had a bloated number. They won the division, but it was, it was, you know, they were overhyped. They came in and the Marlins absolutely handled the Cubs. What did you like from that series?
1: Blow it up, Theo. Blow it up. It's over in Chicago. It's over for him, bro. You know what? I can't really tell you what I liked about the Cubs, but I can tell you what I disliked about the Cubs, right? Wilson Contreras, the catcher. Last name Contreras. He's supposed to be a cool one. He's a fiery guy, just like me and everything. But I didn't like how he was coming out of our guy, James Hoyt. James Hoyt, 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 Hoyt. He was he was dealing out there. And, yo, you know what really pissed me off, dude? You're losing the game. How are you going to stick out your elbow to freaking get hit by a pitch? Dude, come on, my guy. Don't do that. At least Derek Dietrich got hit. Every single time, I was like, "Damn, they hit Dietrich again." You know what I'm saying? Dietrich's not part of this ball club anymore. But it was like he didn't get, he didn't go out sticking out his his knee or his elbow or anything to get hit. Like I know guys are trying to make things happen, but you can't be a sore loser. And then you know what really pissed me off? He was yelling at he was yelling at James Hoyt. Oh, shut up, dude! You sound like a sore loser. And like, I don't feel no type of way about saying you guys are a bunch of sore losers because there's no way. Like yo, if I would have lost against the Marlins. I wouldn't have lost against the Cubs. I was like, hey, good season, guy. I wouldn't have been out there bitching how he was bitching because, oh, I lost to nothing. That's on you, bro. That's on your manager. That's on your whole team. You guys didn't show up. So, hey, why not
0: us? Let's go, Marlins. Uh, do you know what? I, f- I completely forgot about that play. That was just incredible. I am not think I've ever seen that before. he really proper lent in. Went to go Mom. and take the base, and then the umpire went, no, no, no. Get back here, big man the um, best call the best call the umpires have made all season yeah. because
1: if anything they've been on their knees the whole season they've been blowing the whole game the whole year dude mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. for real for real you know what i mean like yo shout out to the umpire whoever was yeah. behind home plate because he called that on wilson contreras
0: yeah big i've never seen that before and i haven't followed baseball for years and years like like many of the listeners and, and probably yourself but i mean it was the right call so listen one other thing See if you can try, try your best. See if you can recreate your reaction to that dick shot. That oppo, boppo, dick shot in the seventh inning. How good was that? From Corey Dickinson, or are you talking about the Jesus Aguilar shot? I'm going I'm going Corey Dickinson. First up, we'll get to Jesus.
1: Yeah. Oh uh, I was like this. I was on set, right? I was on set. I was like, action. And I was a sudden, like, he hits one. High deep, left field. This is line drive. I was like, I was <laughs> cut, 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 cut. like, I was an airplane <laughs> going by. Damn! Corey! Corey McKenzie Dickinson, baby! Yo, I was so amped, excited. People were coming at him hard, myself included, because we signed them. Like Philly fans made it out to be like, yo, you guys took away Corey Dickerson away from the Phillies. Damn, we're sick. He was a productive player, and then he came over here and we set the we set the bar pretty high for the guy, right? Like we weren't expecting Barry Barry Bonds numbers or nothing, but we were expecting a productive guy. Yo, he had a, a he had a, a subpar season, but what better time to come alive than in the postseason, my guy? Like, yo, I was so happy about it, but. I was also a little bit sick when I saw Sterling Marte get hit once again. Like, mm-hmm. dude, what about what, what, like we are we, like we're, we're we're walking on eggshells, dude. Marte got hit in the head, right? The last game of the season, and then he got hit again in the freaking in in, in in the in the hands, dude. It reminds me a little bit about Mike Lowell. And you know what I like about Sterling Marte? He brings so much balance, speed to this whole entire team, the dynamic. Shout out to Starlin, even though it's Lunas, Mister Marte.
0: <laughs> I tell you, you know what that means, Marte. I'd be surprised if he plays in this in this Brave series. What it does mean, though, your boy Mags and his bunts, I think he's going to be a, taking a big role now. What? What about you? What about for Mags? Drop the bar, baby. Woo. <laughs> Hey,
1: speed, that speed that Mang Sierra brings to the table is incredible. Like, it's so much fun to see him on the base pads. Like, I think about Juan Pierre. I think about Emilio Bonifacio. The old school OG Marlins fans, that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really like seeing it. And you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I love the death. the death that these Miami Marlins have. I'm not talking about the pitching. I'm not only talking about the defense. I'm not talking about the only infield and the outfield. Dude, if one guy goes down, it's the next man up. We got the luxury to handle that, like yo, Don Mattingly, like I hope, stay away from the Tylenols, stay away from the Advils, keep rocking the headaches, baby, keep rocking them out, bro. What better headaches than that he's having right now? And shout out to him, cause when they got that picture at Wrigley Field, the team picture that they won the world, uh, the, the the wild card series, dude, you saw him slide, slide feet oh. first. In oh. front of the whole team, how epic is that? That's how you know you got
0: baseball in your veins. That is Donnie just huge nuts. The team was all there ready for the picture. Donnie was probably off doing media, comes steaming in full slide, and the team just go bananas as Donnie slides in. How, Pete, how would you have slid if that was you? If you were the manager, how would you have slid? I would have slid in head
1: first. I'm not gonna lie.
0: I mean, <laughs> I, it's possible. It's possible I'd have gone head first. I mean, I, I've got a decent nose on me, so I got to be careful where I, you know where I <laughs> put the nose. So
1: either either you slide head first, foot first, or you dive into the whole team and let somebody like Hey Suzagi catch you.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm maybe doing an army roll or something. I don't know. You know. Hey, shout out to Garrett Big Bats Cooper.
1: Woo! Huh? Like, yo, that home run he hit to left field, that bambinazo, woo, la mandó casa la pinga. <laughs> Yo, that was epic, bro. I couldn't like the 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 last big home run, and I could be wrong on this, but the last big home run that I remember from Gary Cooper was that bottom of the ninth, two out, grand salami he hit against Detroit. How mm-hmm. epic was that? That was bigger than that,
0: dog, because we the postseason. Woo! Insane from Cooper Loop. Um, listen, there was a bit of a, a bit of a thread with Coop, um, before the game and after the game, I was asking him specifically about backflips. He, I don't think he's a backflip guy. So if there is to be a backflip guy in the Marlins, giving it the full Tatis, who do you think that's going to be? Who's going to bring the absolute fire with a backflip?
1: I could see a a guy like, hey, Zuz Aguilar, just really just, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Just because the way he was talking post-game and Wrigley after they clinched watching these guys smoking cigars, Mickey Rowe, Monte, Marte, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. Jesus. Dude, it was so epic to watch them smoking the cigars. I'm not a guy that smokes. I don't like smoking, but dude, Jack McKeon just looked like on another level when he was just smoking a cigar. Rick Ross, people from Miami you know what I'm talking about. People mm-hmm. say that when you smoke a cigar is when you connect connecting with the highest point, with the higher ups, with the higher gods. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you believe in. Like, yo, dude, to see my guys, like Louis Lewis Brinson smoking a cigar, and it, it was like they interviewing him, I was like, yo, how do you feel right now? He's like, hold on a second, my guy. Let me take a couple pulls from this. Let me enjoy <laughs> this, because it's real that we're in Wrigley Field smoking cigars like, last time we saw guys do this was Jack McKeon, my guy. Jack McKeon back in 3 And like, yo, I love the swag that these Miami Marlins have, that they're bringing, that they brought to Chicago, that they're taking to Houston versus Atlanta. Let's go, Marlins. We're going to stun the world. And why not us? Let's
0: go. Absolutely. Listen, if the Marlins are going to get it done, we're going to need to pitch well. Here's what we know. You know, before we recorded tonight, we know – The three starters lined up. They go in this order. Sandy, Pablo, Sixto. There's your three studs ready to rock and roll. How you feeling about those guys?
1: I'm a little surprised that Pablo's the number two starter to keep it a thousand with you because back in Marlon's Barbecue, we talked about it was going to be Sandy, Sixto, Pablo, and it worked out just gravy for us against the Cubs. But I'm not worried about it. Now we're facing the, the Braves let's go give the ball to Sandy, give the ball to Pablo. Pablo hasn't pitched in a hot minute. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And and if you want to stretch out six, though, let's stretch him out. But at the right time, let's not stretch him out when we don't need to right now. Like he's going to have to make that start, but I don't want it to be like a game three and in game five, six has to do a short game rest. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather give the ball to a guy like Sandy. If somebody needs a short rest, It's Sandy Alcantara. And the way that the guy is looking at the ball, the look that he has on his face. Did you even see his face, Pete? I know you saw it. I know you saw it when we were in New York, dude. He was sick. He was in the dugout. He was like, fuck, I could have finished this game. I could have finished this game. He's fuming. But you saw that face? Every single Miami Marlins fan has got to be in love with the Sandman. After that, look, he was like this. Yo, he was sick. He was in the dugout. Sandy Alcantara, and he was like this, pissed. He was fuming. And you know what? That's what I want. Because back in 03, Josh Beckett was like, yo, Jack, give me the rock, baby. Mm -hmm. I want to go hammer time. I want to go hammer time. And when a young stud is feeling the way as confident as Sandy's feeling, as Sixto's feeling, as Pablo's feeling, Watch out, because the fighting fish are the real freaking deal. And I told all Washington Nation, and I told everybody, every every single everybody heard me this whole year, bro. I've been talking about.
0: They said I was a homer. Fuck y'all, man. Let's go, Marlins. There we go. Listen, Sixto, we got to see Sixto go. He had a couple of rocky outings, you know, coming into the wild cards, but he got it done. It, you know, it wasn't flawless, but. What are you seeing from Sixto? You know, he's going to be going game three. You know, listen, potentially game three, the series could be there for the taking. We could be there sweeping the Bravos with Sixto on the mound. Wow. That is 2020 Miami Marlins right there, right? I'll talk to you about Six O Sanchez. You
1: know what I like about Six O Sanchez? We've been talking about swag. We've been talking about swag with Lewis Brinson. We've been talking about swag with Jazz Chisholm. We've been talking about swag with 6-0 Sanchez. And you know, listening to Six Oh Sanchez talk to the media in the playoffs, he was talking about, yo, I want to be that pitcher that comes out here and supports this team and shows us this team can have a guaranteed W. When's the last time, Pete? When's the last time you had somebody really say this to you in the Miami Marlins organization? I can only think about Jose Fernandez.
0: I've got no one else. I've got no one else to give you. I'm not going to give you Dan Straley. I can yeah, tell you hey,
1: that. look, Dan <laughs> get out of here, Dan. Yo, shout out to Dan. He's out in Japan. It's cool. We'll c- congrats and everything, but let's go Marlins. Hey, listen, real quick. I was trying out for like a Miami Marlins 6 Sanchez jersey just like this number 45 next year because it's coming but dude whoever gets a Six Oh Sanchez number 73 jersey right now dog you a G you an OG oh. like it's like whoever has a Miguel Cabrera number 20 jersey you know what I'm talking about <laughs> you know what I'm talking about nobody's gonna be able to say like yo six oh seventy three. 73 it's like yeah dog gonna use a rookie yo Pedro Martinez doesn't have to talk about this. Y'all heard us talking about this across the pond in the U.S., everywhere, all across Marlins nation. 6-0 Sanchez is legit deal. And I'm hearing that maybe JT or Real Muto is starting to find out that the grass isn't always greener on the other side. And then he might consider coming back to Miami. I don't know, man. Don't quote me on that, man. But how epic would that be if JT comes back?
0: Oh. Baby, come back. Ooh. Oh, I've got no problem with that. Listen, on on the catcher, the catcher side, you know, the Rio Muto story will go on once the season's done. It's It's an intriguing story. But here's where we are right now. I'd say Chad Wallach is our starting catcher. Did you ever think we would say that sentence going into an NLDS series that Chad Wallach is the Marlins starting catcher Insane. Look, I, would, I wouldn't I would say that Chad Wallach was my ideal starting
1: catcher for the National League Division Series. Mm-hmm. But let's not take credit away from this guy, guys. This is a guy that was a backup catcher for Jorge Alfaro last year. He was doing a hell of a job. His dad was the bench coach to Don Madeline last year. Long story short, people kind of forgot about the bat and the defense he was doing behind the plate behind Jorge Alfaro because of fish signed Francisco Cerelli right? We signed Cervelli Saravelli mm-hmm. comes into Miami. He steals everybody's hearts. He hits, he hits bottom of the ninth home runs, go ahead, home runs. He's guiding this pitching staff. And there, what is there not to love about Francisco, Francisco Cervelli, right? But unfortunately, like he had another concussion, a career ending concussion, shout out to Francisco for having a, a nice career in major league baseball. He played with the Yankees, the Pirates, the Marlins, I forget the other team, but he did a great job. And like, there's two types of people that you meet in this life: people that leave a mark, and people that leave it a stain. And you know what, Francisco Ceravelli left his mark in the Miami Marlins organization and in Major League Baseball. And you know what's great to hear that the Marlins are considering giving Francisco Francisco Ceravelli a, a a job, whether it's coaching or whatever, whenever he wants. In any, any position, minor league, major league, whatever, in this organization to be a coach. Because that passion that he has, the passion that I have that I want to transmit to all you guys, and I love the Marlins, he wants to transmit that catching experience, how to help out pitchers, pitching staffs across the league, and what better way to do it with the Marlins? Like Francisco, Francisco Cervelli did it with the Marlins, Martín Prado alex gonzalez and i feel like it's a cycle of like all these great venezuelan players Mm -hmm. that played the game they might not been the best offensive players period but they were great with the glove and that's what you want our guys the next generation to learn la escuela el futuro the school
0: the future that's what the saying is love it love it that is that actually is now going to be this podcast's title Uh, You'll have to send me the exact uh, spelling of that just so I can uh, type it out. Right. But awesome. Hey, listen, Brandon Kinsler um, said to me after we after we clinched after we won in in Chicago, I said, Braves next up. How you feeling? his words? It's going to be a bloodbath. I mean, what a series this is going to be with the Bravos, right? I mean, bloodbath, I think is the right description.
1: Shout out to Brandon Kinsler, dude. Shout mm-hmm. out to Brandon Kinsler. What a great guy. What a like. What a feel good story. This was the closure for the Chicago Cubs last year, dude. And like, what like the story? If you guys really dig into the story behind the scenes, the game that he closed out the Cubs, he was on the mound. He got the news right before the game. His dog passed away. Oh, shout out to all the dog lovers out there in the world. Yo, how would you feel if you got the news that your dog passed away right before a game? This guy kept his composure. He ran into a little bit of trouble in the bottom of the ninth inning. He had some guys on base. This guy stepped off the mound, right? And he said, yo, I felt that my dog was with me at that moment. My guy, I never felt that so much in my life. I've been away from my dog over a month and a half. Cause I'm in Georgia filming a movie right now. And he's in, he's back in South Florida and I'm so sad, but like to hear that his dog passed away and he felt that at that moment, his dog was with him on the mound and he wanted to seal the deal, regardless of the trouble he was in, dude, he sealed the deal. He clutched it. He, he clinched it for the Marlins mm-hmm. and like, he did it for his dog. And what a beautiful story. It tells you that's the connection that these Marlins have to our fan base like they they're humans dude like yeah, yeah we're players we're Marlins and everything we can have good times and bad times but like when they have that moment to moment with you guys as an audience and to tell you, yo I lost my dog I came through I felt like he was with me and I clinched the game how epic is that dog like oh I low key I was crying I was kind of like "Yo, I'm so happy for that guy's dog and I'm so happy that my Marlins got to the next
0: round let's go Marlins baby woo well, listen, the, the, the thing that has been – I'd say this has caused a bit of a stink with Marlins fans. Here's the timings from uh, – and maybe they're targeting, they're targeting the U.K. market, I think. They know the Marlins are huge in the U.K. MLB knows it. So all of the games are scheduled early, early for Florida, early for, for the U.S., perfect prime time for the U.K., They know it's a huge market. And so it's 7 p.m. UK time, absolutely perfect. Oh, the beers are going to be flowing. The camera's going to be flowing. Oppo with the boppo is going to be flowing. It's going to be absolute scenes. How are you going to be able to watch these games, though? This is some absolute bullshit. No (laughs) disrespect to everybody across the pond, but like, (laughs) Peter
1: Pratt has absolutely had to have a link with the MLB front office, dude. Are you talking to uh, Mr. Rob Manfred or what? What's the deal, dude? Because like, I don't get it. Like, dude. How the hell is it possible that you're in the National League Division Series and the games, all not one, not two, not three, all the fucking games are at two o'clock yeah. in a weekday, dude? Like, you your average American, your average American. I know we're not all Americans listening to this, we got people listening in the UK and Espana. In Africa, in Venezuela, in Cuba, and everywhere in planet and in, in the planet Earth, dude. And shout out to the people on Mars. Everybody's hopping in the UFOs and all that. Yay, yeah. the aliens! <laughs> Yo, my God, it's just so crazy. Like, how is Rob Manfred not considerate about this? Like, dude, look at the NBA. Yeah, they're in a bubble but everybody's thinking about prime time. The NFL is thinking about prime time. How is major league baseball not thinking about prime time? I don't mind one or two games during the day, but why the fuck are you doing all the games at two o'clock, dude? Who is going to watch that shit? Nobody's going to watch that shit. I'm going to listen to it on the radio on set. But, like, it's not the same shit if you're listening to it or watching it in person, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock at night. Only one that's really going to enjoy it is Peter Pratt and everybody across the UK. Yo, turn up. Have a couple drinks for me. Like, yo, I'm going to have a drink for me, and I'll have two shots for Alex.
0: Hey. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I mean, that, it's it's a possibility. So you're right, though. I mean, <clears throat> but it doesn't make any sense to schedule games in that way day after day after day, two o'clock, it's just stupid. Like you expand the playoffs, but then you put all the games when they're unwatchable, like use the expanded playoffs in prime time so you can get the revenues you need. Right. It's just, and you know what, and you know
1: what, you know, what's sad about it, Pete, that MLB baseball is going to use a lame excuse of, Oh, the season was shortened and we had to adjust to the rules and the, You know what I'm saying? The flexibility to other TV stations. It's bullshit, dude. Because the NBA, look at the NBA. They're on prime time right now. Look at the NFL. They're all on prime time. So how does Rob Manfred, Major League Baseball, not have it together to have our games on prime time? How is it possible that we went into the weekend and we didn't have a game over the weekend? Stupid. 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 It's ridiculous. And real quick. Let me double down on Rob Manfred and what a (laughs) shitty job he's been doing because how is it possible that I see on the headlines talking about the Detroit Tigers are considering Alex Cora and uh, what was the manager's name of uh, uh, Houston? I don't even remember his name anymore because like what a disgrace. What a fucking disgrace that these guys are being considered for a job as major league baseball managers after they were caught cheating with garbage cans, whether it was in Houston or wherever it was in Boston or wherever the hell you were at, you shouldn't even be considered for major league baseball coaching period. Yeah. Alex Corey is Latino and he's cool and everything. Get out of here. Like, yo, Oh my God. What's his name? I'm going to look it up right now. Um, (laughs) Houston Astros cheating manager. What's his name? Here we go. Uh, A.J. Hinch. There it is. I had to Google it. I Googled Houston cheating manager, AKA A.J. Hinch. How is it possible? Because I talked about this last year. I said, watch it. It's a slap in the wrist on, on Talk Baseball on YouTube. It's a slap on the wrist what Rob Manfred's done to the Houston Astros and the Boston Red Sox. He doesn't give a fuck about Major League Baseball, America's pastime, and he he really needs to bring the hammer down. Why don't you bring the hammer down on the game that you care about? Oh, no, we don't have inconclusive evidence. Dude, you need to strip the title away from the Astros. You need to strip away the title from the Red Sox because you know what? They're a bunch of cheaters. And you know what's crazy? That these guys are paying less of a of a of a penalty at the end of the day and like they're back in the playoffs the Houston Astros are back in the playoffs why are they back in the playoffs you shouldn't even be anywhere near anything a playoff shout out to the city of Houston i like Houston they got a bunch of breweries everywhere you can drink good feel good <laughs> You know, what I'm saying I like Houston the Houston people are cool but I just feel like they're a bunch of cheaters in the organization they need to bring down the law on them like it's bullshit that they're not bringing down the law on them period
0: hey listen well there's a connection here we're in Houston now the Marlins we're playing in Houston what do you think the ballpark helps or not for us you know it's Kinsler again saying that that left field's Short porch there. It's it's going to be dangerous. I'll tell
1: you this. Look, the Marlins played the Braves 10 times this season, and we only won four games.
0: That was in Atlanta.
1: And you know what? I'm not worried about it because we're in Houston for the first time in I don't know how many fucking years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're playing neutral sites. And in neutral sites, we got an advantage. Forget about Atlanta. We're going to take it to the Braves. We're going to punch them in the mouth in Houston, wherever we're at. All right, We'll go to Arlington, and we might as well win the whole World Series in a new ballpark that the Texas Rangers built. Why not us, baby? Let's go.
0: Absolutely. Listen, then. Here we go. Brave series. It's a five-gamer. How many games do we need to get through?
1: Bro, I really hope that we can pull it off on four games.
0: Yeah. Who yeah, pitches we... the fourth? If we win in four, who goes in the fourth for the Marlins? Do
1: you think? Sandy's taking the ball again. Again, pelota, I'm going to go hammer time. And who am I to say,
0: nah, give him the fucking ball. Do it. Are you, does it take anything away from you for this series that Urania is isn't available? Like the storyline. You know what? I'm going to, t- I'm t- going to, I'm going to keep it a thousand you
1: I feel a little bit salty that Atlanta and Braves fans came at Jose Urania that they celebrated that Jose Arena went down after he got hit by a liner. That's pity. That's pitiful, right? Like, yo, Jose Arena is a big piece to this Miami Marlins staff period whether it's a starting rotation whether it's a bullpen he's a bullpen mentality guy like bulldog bulldog Mm -hmm. right this guy was opening day started two times all right this guy was around when the jose uh, jose Fernandezes were around so you know he's got that mentality in his head and you know what Shame on you Braves fans for celebrating pity things on a guy being hurt. Miami Marlins fans wouldn't celebrate if uh, Ronald Acuna got hurt or whoever you had on your team. We're scared of Ronald Acuna. We're scared of Freddie Freeman. We're scared of Marcel Lozuna. But you know what? We're not going to hurt them. And you know what? If anything... Ronald Acuna, I said it before, and I'll say again, you got to thank Jose Arena because he's the reason why you wear a freaking elbow guard pad on your freaking elbow, you bum. And how are you going to freaking talk about complaining? Oh, you hit me again. And you're going to start bitching on your way to first base. You will bitch, my guy. You got an elbow pad on and you got no reason to complain. You got an elbow pad on. You're not going to feel it. I love the swag Acuna brings to the table. But, yo, my guy, Oh, so all of oh, a sudden, so nobody can pitch on the inside to uh, Ronald Acuna. Get out of here, dog. You wouldn't do that shit against Pedro Martinez or Roger Clemens or Randy Johnson. They'll drill your ass in the ribs, period. I'm not that type of guy, period. I'm talking about, like, I'm not an aggressive guy. I'm not saying that the mom's going to come at Ronald Acuna and hit him in the ribs or none of that. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is, like, I'm just talking about the old school mentality. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you feel what I'm saying, Pete? Or do I sound like crazy? Do I sound like Donald Trump?
0: I'm with you. Listen, if, if someone, if there's a pitcher that does, you know, go high inside, and you know, gets a piece of Ronnie in this series, who's most likely to be that guy? Who's going to go up? I mean, Yimmy was was. I hope it's six though. There's six
1: though yeah. It's six though. Yeah. Hit him 101 right on the fucking elbow. Hit him on the knee. Hit him on somewhere. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's going to make you hurt. And you know what? Going back to Jose Arena, right? He hit him. And then Acuna tried to steal second base. He stole second base. And how sweet was it, my guy? How sweet was it that Jose the the up, boom, got him (laughs) at second. Get the fuck out of here, kid. Get out of here.
0: Woo! Uh, I mean... (laughs) Crazy to say it, but it's one of my favorite plays of the whole year. Like, that pickoff at second was just awesome. Like, Braves Twitter was in full meltdown mode. Everyone was losing their minds. Uh, you know, Urania shouldn't be pitching. He should be banned for life. The next thing is, he's picked off. See you later, Ronnie. See the Braves you. are a bunch of prima
1: donnas. They're a bunch of prima donnas like Marlon's macho man said it.
0: <laughs> he got it. He got it. So listen, the, the the Marlins are gonna get. They're gonna be eating the victory slim gyms, right? You know, there's gonna be slim gyms everywhere. Marlins are going through. Who, Did you say
1: we 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 were eleven wins away, eleven slim gyms away from the World 11,
0: Series? Eleven That's slim gyms. Eleven, yeah. I've. Is Why, that right? I
1: think, nah, I think it's eight, man. You, oh no, you, you must have failed math class. But it's okay, me too. <laughs>
0: Hold on, hold on. So we've got we've got to win three? It,
1: yeah, we got oh, – wait, wait. Is it not – oh, no, you know what it is? No, wait. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's seven games for the World Series, right?
0: Yeah, to get there, but then to win the World Series is another four. Eleven.
1: I'm going to take your word for it, man. Yeah, you got three in the Ds. That voodoo, that voodoo rage. Oh, I tell you. It's starting to hit me.
0: (laughs) You kick it in. The the, the voodoo IPA is kicked in.
1: I'm going to take your word
0: for it, man, across the line. Mate, we need three, three in this series, four in the championship series, and four in the World Series to, to clinch. So there you go. For me, my maths, I've had a few IPAs too, 11 wins. What I are mean, you drinking
1: over there, Pete? What are you
0: drinking? I've got. I, I'm representing the UK. I've got these brewdog, punk IPAs. Punk what's IPAs. It, what's it taste like? Oh, it tastes like Marlin's victories to me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we might have to do like a foreign
1: exchange. I'll send you some of these, and you send me some of those. Absolutely. I'll I will say, get you I'll, some say brew it, dogs. I'll say just so it's legal. I'll say it's some kombuchas.
0: Mm, yeah (laughs) that's the problem the uh it's hard to ship like alcohol to to each other i think over uh yeah yeah. um you know not being businesses but brew dog punk ipa if you haven't had it try and keep your eyes out they do they do sell it in the u.s so you know for those listeners that haven't tried it it, it's an awesome beer
1: hey real quick pete while we're talking about things being shipped from the u.s uh, the uk and europe and that side of the world As a Marlins fan, I know that you're excited the fish got into the postseason. Talk to me where you went to go order your fish gear. Did you go to Fanatics? Did you go somewhere else? Because personally, myself, I went to MLB.com and I shopped on Fanatics. But I'm not going to see my gear until, like, somewhere in mid-October, hopefully when we're already champions. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I'm saying? But, like, it's like, yo, what the fuck is up with that? I had to go to Teeth.com. Shout out to Teeth.com because I got mm-hmm. my Air Mickey Roll shirt, and I also got my bottom feeder shirt, Miami, Miami bottom feeder shirt. How long did it take you to get your gear? Because it only took me less than a week. Yep. Shout out to BreakingTea.com.
0: Absolutely. Listen, I'm backing that right up. tea.com, absolute studs because nice. I got my, I got my air Miggy Rojas delivered. It came in maybe, I don't know, two weeks. I ordered the Miggy Ro and then it took me, I've got one coming tomorrow. What day is it today? What day is it? What day is it today?
1: It is Monday. Monday, baby.
0: Yep. So I've got I know I've got a, a Marlings that will be delivered on Wednesday. So I've got my Air Mickey row already. I've got two of them and I've got a Marlings coming. So it took about two weeks to get here.
1: Check it out. Look, I ordered this uh Air Mickey
0: mm-hmm. Air
1: Roja shirt. Dude, I got it. I ordered it on Monday. I got it on Saturday. I was amped up. And I got that bottom feeder shirt on the way. Yeah. I can't tell you how excited I am, dude. Yo, Breaking Tea's got some pretty cool-ass shit, dude. Like, as Nothing. a fan, you like, it's, it's, eyes- it's stuff that only fans know what they're talking about.
0: Well, on that note, keep your eyes peeled. They're I can't up. wait.
1: I can't wait till BreakingTea.com brings a, a Bappa
0: with the Oppo shirts. It's in the production. <laughs> Don't worry. It's in production, senor. Yeah. It, will be, it will be on its way to you very soon. I'm making sure that all my guys get Oppo with the Bobo shirts when they're ready. On some real
1: shit though, on some real, 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 real shit. Like, yo, Pete, Pete, Pratt's doing a great job with his gear, the Bapo with the oppo. But if you guys really like Miguel Rojas and the swag that he's been bringing to this team, go check out Miggy's locker, guys. Miggy's locker is got some legit ass shoes, dude. Yo, it's hurting my pockets. <laughs> you know, there's some four hundred dollars shoes, but like,
0: damn, those shit actually is fresh. Woo! I saw some go up today from Miggy's locker. They were looking naughty, naughty, naughty shoes, no doubt. I'm, no idea how, how long it'd take to ship them to the UK. They'd need to come, you know, by private jet, I think, to get here.
1: Well, oh, man. Hey, deep. real quick, man, real quick. I don't know what it's like out there in the UK, but I just know that out here in the USA on October 6th, starting at 10 a.m., eastern time if you go to texasrangers.com you guys will be able to qualify to buy one out of 11,500 seats for the world series so if you guys are somehow lucky enough to get your hands on some tickets hit me up dude if you don't want them i'll take them off of your hands (laughs) because the marlins are going to the world series and even if they don't get to the world series it's a good flip, my guy. It's a good flip. You buy the tickets for 200, 300. The tickets are already going on sale over a thousand bucks in the bleacher seats.
0: There you go. Listen, you know how connected I am these days. Me and Manfred are we're tight. You know, he's scheduling Marlins game specifically for me. So, hey,
1: what's your last name? Pete uh, P- Peter Pratt Manfred or what? There you go. <laughs>
0: there you go. Awesome. Listen. I think you've summarized it well. The Marlins tickets go on sale for the World Series to go and see the Marlins in the World Series. That is how this is playing out. And I think it will be against the Rays. So, I think we're going to have a Citrus Series versus the… World series, a Citrus Series World Series? Absolute Scenes.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, That'll be crazy, crazy, crazy.
0: Games start right. in 11 a.m. Eastern. Hey. You know what?
1: <laughs> Even if that does happen, if, if by the God of, you know what I'm saying, it's a miracle of God that it's the Rays versus the Marlins Citrus Series World Series. Oh. If by a miracle of God the Rays win, we're still up on them two World Series to one. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Fair enough. You know, Stats are stats.
1: That's how we roll. Hey, look, look, as a Marlins fan, I'm not going to lie to you. Pete, can you tell me your expectations as a Marlins fan? Like, look, I know we're in the National League Division Series. How far do you expect these guys to really go? Like, look, I want them to win the World Series and everything, and I expect that. But I would be super happy and proud of them if they fall short in the NLCS. I ain't mad at them.
0: Listen, my expectation is we're going to do the Braves. We're going to do them. And yeah. I don't know about the NLCS. Uh, I think it's potentially a tougher ask. But if we go out in the NLCS, I'm okay. But I think we're going to do the Braves in the NLDS. Marlins Twitter is greater than Braves Twitter. And that is going to be a lot of fun. And, um, you know, listen, I said it a few weeks ago. Can our pitching, without pitching, can we beat the Dodgers? Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. And the Padres, absolutely, we can shut Tad east down and no no problem. So can these Marlins do it in this season with this fairy tale? Absolutely, the Marlins can. So, listen, we can go all the way. Why? Not us. Let's go, Marlins. <laughs> hey, you teed Let's me up, Let's go, Marlins. You teed me up. You got me going. Yeah. All uh, right, I think we're done. Alex Contreras. That's a lot of fun. Thanks so much for hopping on. Um, that was explicit at times, but good. Um, I think we kept it in check just about, which was good. So Shout out to
1: all of Marlins Nation. Thank you guys so much for listening across the pond in the U.S., everywhere you're at. Shout out to the guys at Mars and Jupiter and Venus and everywhere else across the galaxy. Let's go, Marlins. We're going to stun the world. We're going to stun everybody. We're going to stun the Braves. We're going to go to Houston, punch the Braves in the mouth, and we're going to shock the world because these are the fighting fish, ladies and gentlemen. Peter Pratt, across the pond, Alex Contreras, at the Real Acon. Hit me up with some feel-good moments. If you want to feel good, talk about some feel-good moments. Enjoy some good stuff. Talk baseball, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Holla at me, guys. Let's go, Marlins. Hey, Peter, where you at?
0: Uh, Listen, I'm just waiting for Eli to play the music. Eli! (laughs) Eli! (laughs) Eli, hit the music! Episode 72 is done! See you in the NLCS.